What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Panels on Pages. My name is Dolly Bold, and today I am joined by Jonathan Hedrick. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Happy to have you. Uh, I wanted to kick it off right away. Now, you've got a new book coming up. It's called Dream Master. I appreciate the uh, preview copy. Uh, great read. You just you throw you. us right into the, <laughs> the, the thick of it, right out the first page. Like I, I, I read the first page, and I was like, did I scroll too far? Like, am I, <laughs> did I miss something already? Because I was like, oh, okay, we're just, just going into it, which I appreciate. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. That, that in media res, like big mm -hmm. fan of that, that kind of, that kind of beginning. Um, but I wanted to step back first. Talk to me about black box comics. This is going to be on comic book shelves, correct? Like this is yeah. in comic stores. Anybody can go to their local comic shop and order this book. Yeah, that's right. It's available for pre-order at your local comic book shop, or you can get it from black box blackboxcomics.net they're the publisher's website awesome and now I, I did check out the publisher's site this is a company that i feel like i've heard of it yeah. in passing but i don't know any of the titles like completely oblivious to all the titles but there are several and you have written quite a few of them so uh -huh. what's your relationship are you part of the the business overall or are you hired talent and just, no, I, I just love your work <laughs> i was hired um uh to write dream master you know the uh the character and the plot is um, uh, all their, it's their intellectual property. They reached out to me about a year ago and um, uh, the through uh, my friend, Travis Noakes, who does comics with Bueller, he referred me to them. Um, and yeah, it, it, we got to talk in and I, it, they asked me what my strengths and weaknesses were, the genres I preferred to write and didn't want to write. And then once that, um, once Dream Master became available, they approached me, gave me about like a page and a half synopsis of the character, the dilemma, you know, of the story, and then hired me to flesh it out. Um, so yeah, I, I'm enjoying writing the, the story. It's a lot of fun. I work with a, a amazing uh, art team. And yeah, I, I hope everyone digs, digs Dream Master, you know, when they get their hands on it. Well, I saw that they're, they've got pre-orders out to issue five. Is this going to be a limited series or is it planned to go farther? It's planned to go farther. I've, I've um, written at least nine issues okay. with, uh, with no particular um, request for me to stop uh, at, at a certain number. So I can continue to write Dream Master. Um, preferably, I've been asked to stay ahead of the artist, of course, you know, um, so that, you know, he has plenty of... Um, pages uh ahead of himself so he can always have um stay on top of the the schedule and yeah uh, i hope it's an ongoing series for as long as it can last that's really cool I and mean, that's good to know as someone coming into it being like yeah. oh man i really enjoy this because i can't tell you how many books i like you know through various mm -hmm. kickstarters like uh indie yes. you know indie bundles and such i get an issue one and i'm like oh man this is really cool like yeah. scour the internet there's no issue too there's you know it, it never it never went anywhere so it's good mm -hmm. to know that there is already a plan to to go several several issues deep which i appreciate that yeah absolutely yeah i, I hope uh, as long as people keep on liking it there'll be more issues heck yeah i'd love to hear that mm -hmm. um let's talk about your history so like you were mm -hmm. you were approached before black box what were what were some of your works that people might know uh, well, people probably most know me for uh, The Recount, uh, which was published by Scout Comics. That came out, issue one dropped um, November 2020. 
Uh, and then since then, um, you know, the, that was a four issue mini series. Uh, earlier this year, a prequel one shot called The Recount Preamble uh, was published. I've also done um, uh, an all ages one shot called The Space Cadet, which is that cardboard cutout right there. Nice. Hard to see with the, with the glare. Um, my other um, properties, Quicksand, uh, that's my sci fi thriller. I've also had two books published by Source Point Press last month. They were both one shots nice. um, Hyper Aware and Caffeinated Hearts. So I've dabbled in different genres, uh, different formats, one shots, uh, miniseries. But uh, with, with Dream Master, you know, this is one where I had to um, get out of my comfort zone. And when it came to issue five, I, I really was uh, had to not try to wrap it all up in, in one package like I was used to. Right. And, uh, you know, the publisher was like, "What? It doesn't have to end. Just, you know, it, it this can keep on going. So stop trying to close it out, it, which is different for me. So this is uh doing dream master is not only my first time being hired to to write but also the first time i get to just continue a story and, and can, we can learn this character together and that's what's so fun to write about it you know i i'm learning who dream master is with every issue so we don't have like a target in mind like okay in this issue we're gonna find out this we just can evolve together and i think it's something a lot of readers will appreciate you know no one's going to know more than dream master so you just you keep on following it and you'll learn together that's awesome see i appreciate that i uh, i actually just finished my first novella earlier this year mm. and i felt that way as well like a yeah. lot of the stuff that happened there was no plan. Like I just sat down. I, you know, I knew this guy was looking for some information mm. and the story kind of wrote itself. It evolved itself. So yeah. I, I completely understand that, that perspective of like, this guy is telling me who he is. Like, as I'm yeah. right, that's cool. That's yeah. super cool. Organic storytelling. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I find it fascinating. Like I'm a, I'm a process junkie like that. Mm. Most of that shelf over there is just <laughs> sketchbooks and, and like mm. art books and stuff up there. Like I love the the whole process of storytelling yes. and, and creation. So like mm. the the differences between I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna plan out, you know, thirty issues or five mm. issues even, versus I'm gonna sit down and write the first page and then just see where it goes. Yeah, like I loved the differences and, and the results. Like everyone's gonna. That's why the the right, right, I do a indie comics mag and that's like my my number one thing right now like my little editorial that I'm doing for mm -hmm. the new issue that I'm dropping is the the unique perspective of every creator right like mm. the sitting down and like you know if I gave you the premise of X-Men mm. without the context like let's say you've never read an X-Men book but I'm like right. here bunch of people born with mm -hmm. powers go to a school Right. And just walk away you're gonna you're gonna ev evolve a whole different story than i would or that somebody else would right so like that's what that's why the you know the the age-old adage now is there are no unique ideas there are no new ideas it's just right takes right unique perspectives on a on a given idea so yeah i i agree yeah there's no wrong way to come up with your creative process you know you can't tell someone oh you should have seven issues written before you start artwork or you should you know have this insane cork board with post-it notes all over it with strings going yeah. all over the place like some you know neurotic detective in, in like a 80s movie or something you don't have to it, 
if that's your process, by all means, that's right. your process. You can do that, but you don't have to do that. You can find it on your own, you know, and it's okay to stumble through it. That's probably where you're going to find your best stuff is by stumbling through it in the first place. Absolutely. You're making your own mistakes. Like, yeah, you can learn from other people's mistakes, but like you, you have to make your own mistakes because oh, if yeah. you do just mirror somebody else's process, you're not doing what you are. Like you're doing what they are. So exactly. yeah, like, you know, anyone wants to come out here and do a big introspective piece about how superheroes are dangerous. Like, yeah, you're just making Alan Moore's work, right. <laughs> but like your take on that concept could be completely yeah. different. So yeah, it's it's I I love the the differences in in the way stories are told. Um, right. So you started with a bunch of different stuff. Now, what mm -hmm. was the first thing you ever put out? What was like? Were you always like, I'm gonna write? I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna write a bunch of different stuff? Like, did you start with a novel? Did you start with short stories? Like, what's the first well, thing you gave out to the world? The I I was you know the I was secretly a writer for a long time just. Th putting things in, you know, composition books that no one's ever going to see. Um, but I was always a long-term comic book uh, reader and collector. And then just one day, I, I I was curious to see if I could write in the comic book script format. So I, I researched and learned what that, how that was um, to a degree, because there's really not a set in stone, you know, way right. to even do that too. Um, there's multiple different ways. Uh, well, there's a structure, a universal structure, but you can um, differentiate from that. Yeah. But um, so I, I took a short story that I had written and I never showed anyone, adapted that to uh, a 25 page comic book script um, as a one shot. And then once it was all done, I was like, now what do I do with this thing? <laughs> so I asked around um, and through that uh, and networking, I eventually what found myself um project managing this uh script into an actual tangible comic book and that was called freak show princess it's a short little uh zombie comic book uh and once i learned how you could make a comic book i was hooked you know i already had um another story going on i was like all right that was a one shot let me see if i can do a mini series and then one thing after another so yeah i mean uh, yeah you have to start from something and uh i think anyone could can make a comic but you just have to you know learn your role in in that process and what you want to do the most in in um you know that comic book streamline for sure yeah i i think there are a lot of people who want to kind of dive into it a little bit but they don't know they don't know yeah. like how much is necessary right out the gate. Like I, right. I have been deep into comics since I basically, mm -hmm. basically since I got to this country, like I'm, I'm, I was mm -hmm. an immigrant. So like, um, I started reading in 96 and like mm -hmm. 97, I started writing my first comic book, right. like, which has evolved. And it, originally it was called techno ninjas. And it's funny <laughs> because somebody actually made a comic book called techno ninjas. And I thought it was hilarious, mm -hmm. but like, it's evolved and it's become this thing. And it's like my, my magnum opus, right? It's the big one. It's right. the one that, that I've course. spent literal mm. decades on at this point. Mm. And it's like, will it ever happen? Who knows? But like right. the, the process of like evolving that whole thing, like starting with mm. like this grandiose, like I want an X-Men, like I want a yeah. big, big thing. 
and mm. converting it, like having conversations where uh, I spoke to somebody once and I was like, I'm going to go to Marvel and I'm going to pitch mm. them 10 years, 100 <laughs> issues or right. nothing. And, yeah. I was, and they looked at me, they were like, they're going to laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're not going to let you in the building. <laughs> yeah. And like, they're like, no, get this person away from us. He's dangerous. Right. Like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. what, that's what, such, uh, your, you know, your, your point of like, you have to start somewhere. So like, you yeah. know, over the years I've realized like, I, I'm not going to draw. Like my art is, in my opinion, no, it's not production quality. Right. I, you know, like, <laughs> so I, I was like, I'm not going to even like waste my time on it. Like mm. what I can produce is not going to be what I want to see in comics. Mm. So I'm going to focus on writing. And that's, that's, what's really grown for me. And I'm you yeah. know, putting on my first novella this year is, is hype. Having like that final, like once I put it all together and it was one document, yeah, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing. Right. When you can step back and see, you know, all your efforts, you know, it, it pays off. You know, you can be like a proud parent of, of that. Yeah. So with Dream Master, mm-hmm. I'm getting, as the kids say these days, it's giving Sandman vibes. Of course, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the Sandman universe. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this laptop is on top of uh, Sandman uh, uh, Overture right now. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a great... Uh, like the, the exploration of the the, the dream mm. space and all that stuff, like super yeah. interesting to me. So right. can you give us, obviously let's not spoil anything. Sure. Can you give us like a general idea of like what you're hoping to, what you're, what you're planning to explore in this book. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of the Sandman as well. I, I own a complete run of the single issues, um, the wow. one through 75, multiple awesome. copies of some of them. Uh, I have a hard uh, cover of um, the Overture back there in that shelf. Uh, yeah, b- big fan. And um, but I, I can honestly say that Dream Master, I, I wasn't influenced by the Sandman whatsoever. I didn't go into it wanting it to be like Sandman, and I wasn't. I was also not trying to not make it the Sandman either. Yeah. I already knew it wasn't going to be the Sandman. Right. So uh, it. The, re- the similarities begin and end that it takes place in the dream world, and that's about it. Uh, you know, uh, Sandman is a bunch of characters uh, that are gods and personifications of feelings and state of minds, you know, dream, death, uh, you know, delirium, and so forth. Uh, dream Master, however, is this unsung hero within the dream world that no one knows about unless you, he is saving you from your nightmare that you can actually die in so you only are you only know about that when dream master is saving you then right. you wake up and you had no idea what's happening just like i i try to write these issues and give you the feeling that so many people are, are have that same um emotions of when you wake up you know you're like whoo that that was such a relief you know, okay. it was it was just a dream. That was just a nightmare. And then you instantly like kind of forget about it you, uh, throughout the day or even right away. I wanted Dream Master to be those things that you forgot about, but you're but now you get to read through it. So the the first uh, arc we kind of experience a couple of dreamers um, uh, 
adventures, if I can say that, uh, and um, the events that they get into and have to be rescued from by the Dream Master to kind of show you what he, he's working with and what he's, his curse is and why he's in that uh, position. And like I said, he's, he's an unsung hero. No, no one knows he's doing this and he's just has to do it because if not, you know, our real world that we live in when we're awake could be, could collapse and fold in on itself if he wasn't there. Oh, um, okay. okay. Yeah. So it, 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 big stakes. Big stakes. Um, and I, I'm honestly more, was more influenced and borrowed from uh, Stephen King's The Dark Tower. And I'm a huge mm. fan of, of the Dark Tower series. I've read the books, a lot of the comic books that uh, came out with it too. And um, yeah, I, I felt like that the Dark Tower is more of a horror fantasy adventure that that has has length, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what we wanted. We wanted Dream Master to be a horror book first, but it, it needs to for it to be an ongoing series. We need to watch this journey with this character. So that's uh, I lean closer to the uh, Dark Tower with that. I feel that. I, I will say, as someone who is generally not a horror fan, um, mm. I I I felt right at home. Like the, the action <laughs> adventureness of it was yeah. super cool. Like he's got the gadgets. Like it, it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's a bit Daryl from The Walking Dead, a bit Batman, <laughs> yeah. a bit the mm-hmm. Shadow of all. Like that was yeah. I, I don't think about the Shadow like mm. ever. So right. as I'm looking out, it, like it just hit me. I was like, just kind of felt like the shadow. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get the full face mask. He's got the got the purple cape. I was like, all right, yeah. all right. Like I see it. <laughs> yeah, some noir, you know, in, in that, you know, some fantasy noir. Yeah, yeah and, and I appreciate it. And I love the the it it at least from the first issue, it feels like it's going to be an episodic structure, right? Yeah. We're gonna have the main adventure. And then we're gonna have the underlying plot. You know, we had we had right. that last issue, last page reveal. Yes. Um, huge, super, mm. like definitely got me curious. I was like, yeah. oh, there's not more. Like I kept scrolling. <laughs> like, why, why is there not more? <laughs> so like it, it definitely gets you that uh, you want more from the story. So that you know the fact that you've already got several issues written and are working on even more is fantastic yeah. to hear. Uh, but yeah, I I really truly enjoyed it. Like I said, I I am Great, not you. generally. A, uh, a a fan of horror and right. i honestly now horror fans may disagree and, and mm. they might they might think this is way more horror than 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 because there's definitely element like i see the elements of it mm. uh but maybe for me i'm just focusing in on the things that really resonate for me sure because uh, yeah. i could like the, the landscape of the dream space is crazy yes like i, yeah. I went through a couple times and i'm like oh, there's like a lot of stuff going on around mm-hmm. like it's super interesting besides the, just the main action, the artwork right. is gorgeous. Oh, fantastic yes. work. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is the artist? And the, is this someone you've worked with before? I uh, never worked with him before. His name is uh, Luigi Baricelli and, and he's, yeah, he's killing it. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, I, I'm so fortunate that he's on this book as well as the colorist, uh, Ruben Cordo. Um, th- those two together are making this book like uh, rock stars. You know, uh, when I first uh, wrote issue one, I had I didn't know who the artist was going to be. So you know, I wrote my art direction like I normally do for like uh, in a neutral way, 
then I started seeing pages come back from Luigi and I realized how like detailed and um, the, the ele like, extra little things he puts in there. He, he doesn't waste a square centimeter on, there's always something to go back and look at, which I think is, uh, you know, more valuable than anything else. Like you, you get, you don't just get a, a good story. It, it, you know, I can humbly say that, but you can go back and reread it and and see these things that, that he threw in that was not in my art direction whatsoever, which is just elevate it so much more. So like after issue one, it only gets better because once I saw like what he could do, I made sure, all right, I need to give this guy more splash pages, like double splash pages. And you know, he can do like crazy creatures and he wants to do them. Uh, so it, it was, you know, there was no limit. You know, the sky was the limit. And you know, not, I haven't got to a point so far where Luigi's like, yeah, I can't do that, but that's too hard. Or I'm going to cut back this way. Nope. Right. No, uh, it just, it just gets weirder and weirder, which make which is perfect for the series. So I don't have to be like, oh, I don't know if he could draw right. this particular thing or it'll look right. Nope. And, and the first four issues are on, on pre-order uh through through diamond and he's doing um wraparound covers for all the a covers Ooh, yes that's so, awesome and, that and first it, issue cover is fire yes and, and that's just one example i mean uh the issue three wraparound is probably my favorite so far and that one kind of will give you a little bit of easter eggs of what's inside that issue and that's when I really knew, like, I could do whatever, I could just ask for whatever I wanted. And that's what every writer wants, you know. They want an artist that will, that can deliver, and Luigi, Luigi delivers. And then Ruben, you know, has his work cut out for him because he's got to color in all these little minuscule little details. details. But he's doing it, and he's doing it, you know, better than we could have asked for. So, like, the color palette is amazing. The, the panel and sequential storytelling is amazing and then dc hopkins uh he's a, a ringo nominated letterer he's he came in and made my words look pretty so it, it it's, it's a really good vibe as far as the creative team goes and i hope people can see that like we're all working in unison to get the uh everyone like the every penny is worth out of this book and I think you're you're going to be succeeding. I mean, just based off the first issue, it, it like you said, the art elevates the story. The colors elevate the mm -hmm. art. The 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 letters just it bring everything together. Like it it really is a beautifully put together collaborative piece Thank of work. You. I've you. seen. I I do this for indie people. I'm I <laughs> humbly call myself the indie hype man. I see a lot of indie work out there. And no, you know, no shade to anybody that's, you know, putting out their first book and, sure. you know, they're, they're lettering inside a word or where I, you know, whatever, yeah. getting, <laughs> getting it done. Like, right, I appreciate right. the hustle, getting yeah. it done is, but like, there is a difference between, mm -hmm. you know, like I am not a letterer, but yeah. I feel like it is likely that my first issue, that my first <laughs> comic book issue is probably going to be lettered by me. Yeah. And it's like already disappointing to me <laughs> because <laughs> I know I will not do the kind of job that somebody who does that and that is yeah. something they're passionate about. Because you can see the difference. You can see the difference. Oh, absolutely. In, in just the stroke of the letters and the stroke of the the, 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 the characters on the page. Like it, it's completely, mm -hmm. it's completely different. Like somebody just putting it out and throwing it inside of, you know, 
Photoshop or whatever mm -hmm. uh, versus somebody who knows what they're doing. And goodness, if somebody, you know, puts ink to paper, that's a, that's an entirely whole different. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I love, I love like watching people do mm -hmm. inking and lettering on paper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Traditional. It's like Zen. It's like Zen. It's just like watching yeah. just like, you just meditate to it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like, art, art being created right in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is uh, super exciting to to have something that's like I said. It's it feels. I don't want to. I don't want to fluff your ego too much, but it feels <laughs> Marvel level. Like it feels oh, big uh, leagues, man. Like it, there's you. been there's been stuff that I have seen from hmm. Marvel and DC and like you know big hmm. big names. I mean, most recently and. No, I'm, I I gotta give it shade. Like it's 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 one of my favorite characters, but the new Tim Drake book, Tim oh, Drake yeah. Robin. Mm. I I don't like the art. It it, it is mm. it is entirely the wrong kind of art for that book. Right. And it there's like you said, there's a lot left on the table. There's a lot of blank area. There's a lot of lack mm -hmm. of detail, and it's like where where is that? Like I need yeah. like this is this is Robin. This is, this is right. street fighting. This is, you know, mm. noir that there needs to be that grittiness to it. And this was just, and that's, that's why I like, you know, what you're putting together here and your artist is just fantastic. Like the whole thing is top tier, like seeing indie books mm. be at this level of quality that I often see missing at the majors. Mm. It just overjoys me, honestly. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's a very it's a very professional book. You know, uh, it, it's lumped into the indie um, genre, which is I'm proud of. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we're I consider ourselves we're in the golden age of indie comics right now. Absolutely. I mean, th this this is the time to get into to indie. You, uh, there's so many good choices. There's a comic book for for everybody. Um, and, you know, th thankfully, we have things like the big two that gets people in the doors, right? Know, people that want that, you know, Black Panther came out in the theater. I want to go get a Black Panther comic book. Whoa, what's this Dream Master guy? I'm gonna get that too. Yeah, you know, we need that, you know. Um, so, you know, nothing against them. But it's like you're saying, um, uh, the, the analogy with like big leagues in college, you know, a lot of people like college basketball because those guys are hustling. You know, yeah. they're hustling oh, because yeah. they want to get paid and, and they want to level up, you know? So uh, you see the points totals are different. Yeah. College, college ball has a lot higher point mm -hmm. scores because everybody's right. working. Right. right. And, and yeah, that's where we're coming. Everyone on this book, we're coming a hundred percent and then some, you know, we, uh, and all, all like the variant covers are fired too. Uh, you know, if, if and there's people, a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a lot of variant covers. Um, there, there's going to be a blank sketch cover too. So I'm excited to see what people are going to get done with that. Uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm just the writer, uh, and I get to sit back and say, you know, how cool this is. That I get to be involved with it. You know, and, and I just hope everyone, you know, gets a chance to check it out and, and appreciate everyone else's hard work that's being put into it too. Well, I, I don't, I don't see anyone being disappointed by this book. It is, is fantastic from page one. It, it, it just automatically you're sucked in. I mean, just out the gate, you're like, what's going on? Where are we? And then it just gets better from there. Uh, I, I, man, I, I, I'm excited to read more of this. 
And it's, it's one of those things, I'll be very honest, very few books, especially if I'm being very honest, especially very few indie books hmm. have gotten me that excited right out the gate. Oh, wow. uh, because a lot of the times it's long wait times. You know, you have yes. a first issue and especially, you know, if it's something where they got to go through Kickstarter, uh, mm. which is again, no, no shade. No. Yeah. I respect right. the hustle, but I'm mm. going to wait three, four issues. Cause I, I like to read a lot of the story. Sure. I don't, I don't like to be one or two issues in and then I'm like, all right, cool. And I got to wait three and a half months for mm. the next Kickstarter or journey. longer. <laughs> yeah. Or longer, you know, yeah. there was, there's one that mm. goodness, I don't even know how long I'm going to be, I'm going to be waiting because mm. like, the the artist that they had and this is an Mm. i mean it's funny but it's an unfortunate situation Mm. uh took the money and ran just never put the work in like gave a couple pages and then just stopped responding which sucks like that is a horrible situation to be in it happens but it's like if you're sitting there and you read the first one who knows how long the second one's going to take so but with this and and especially knowing that 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 the work is there already that there are Mm. issues already in the pipeline issues already done Hmm. that's the kind of thing that gets me excited like so is this that's the other thing i was gonna ask is this gonna be monthly because a lot of indie stuff is not very monthly is this a monthly book uh one through five the first arc's gonna the first volume is gonna be monthly then there might be a a slight hiatus i honestly don't know how long it would be before um uh, the second volume comes out but when that's all packaged that would be monthly again so it'd be you know one through five probably you know several months uh gap um then six through ten so we can put those out you know monthly too so uh with black box being you know a smaller uh indie publisher they're they're they don't have the uh ability right now to have multiple titles coming out at the same time sure what's good about that is quality control right you know um so they do have back-to-back comics it's just five issues of this story then five issues of the next one and then maybe we'll see volume two of the one before that so um they're, they're getting there but you know it, it takes growth but it's growth in the right way you know exactly and that's and that's good like that's a good thing to see because mm-hmm. it's not just we're just throwing out whatever we can put out there because right. we you know I'm, I'm in the chicago area we had a local publisher that went out of business and they they were hustling a lot of books they were hustling a lot of books from a lot of different independent creators uh most of the stuff wasn't even like their you know their ip it was uh, you know people bringing their whole ip published by them and then they just shut down one day i mean it it was just kind of like they put out trades they put out you know Mm. i think i want to say at least 15 or 20 titles Uh, and at some point i think up to 10 simultaneously Mm. Mm-hmm. multiple trades and then they just shut down and yeah. it's like with this like you said there is a there's a quality control aspect to it and mm-hmm. you can never get overwhelmed by exactly you're going to have these five issues we're going to get that we as an audience are going to get these five issues we're going to be able to read it and from there we can be like oh cool volume one is done mm-hmm. and then whatever the next project that comes out from black box maybe we'll jump on that or yeah. we'll just wait until the next volume comes out and we'll know that we're going to get a whole volume out of it. We're not just going to, we're not going to get issue six. And then it's like something happens. There's a delay, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, we, I, I, I appreciate the fact that, that (laughs) all of this is kind of like considered within the the whole process. Oh, definitely. You know, making comics isn't, you know, uh, an overnight thing. It, uh, 
I started my conversation with Black Box August 2021, you know, and now he, here we are, November 2022, with, with the first issue about to come out. So uh, it it has to, it takes a long time to do it right, but that's Absolutely. what we're doing. We're doing it right. We're making sure everyone does, you know, is who's invested in this book as, as a fan, as a reader, as a collector. I hope that my little part, if people crack it open and read it and they enjoy it too, you know? Awesome. Awesome. You cut out for just a second there. And uh, Oh, sorry. Oh, no worries. No worries. Um, I wanted to ask one final question here before I know you have to go. Um, what is the difference from, from your perspective, since you've done kind of both ends of it, being completely solo independent mm -hmm. and coming in and working on somebody else's property and like, what is the, what is the, you know, pluses and minuses of, of both? That's a good question. Yeah. So um, being, when I'm the project manager, uh, you know, the, it's, it's kind of daunting, you know, you know, I'm financing the entire thing. I'm, you know, uh, hurting the cats, if you will, you know, I'm, I got money going to this person in this country. I got money going in this direction. And, and then I'm following up with this guy who I paid a long time ago, but I haven't seen the pages back yet. And I'm correcting this stuff going on. It's a lot. But the pro with that is I get to do whatever I want. Right. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I'm right. <laughs> um, <laughs> now with um, Dream Master, uh, with it not being my IP and I'm uh, hired, you know, um, to, just to write it. A lot of that burden of the project management side it is, is I don't have to carry whatsoever. Um, but the downside is, you know, I don't have control. But the good side of it is I don't have control. <laughs> like <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even looked in Luigi's direction because maybe I would have passed him by because over the sea of uh, other artists that are out there, or maybe I would have approached him but not wouldn't have been able to afford him and so right. forth so um I, I also don't have the connections because you know black box is as a publisher is able to scout out uh talent in a different way than i can uh, as a someone that would have to maybe crowdfund the book first that may be less appealing to someone that is you know a higher caliber so pros and cons both way um if i could have it my own way i guess it would probably be like this right now with black box where I can, you know, sit back, do the writing, you know, I, I get to um, see the pages and, and uh, get put my two cents in. But at the end of the day, as my cat's trying to unplug my <laughs> headphones, um, at, the, at the end of the day, it's better that, you know, um, I don't have full control over it because it's, um, you know, the, the product is going to be better that way. Uh, and I, I, I now I can focus on more writing too. You know, right. I, I'm, I'm less involved on hunting these things down emails. I can, I can write, you know, that that can be creative instead of, you know, 99% project. Management. Right. 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 I completely feel that. I, I, I understand mm -hmm. that, you know, the, uh, the amount of emails I go through just for one issue of a free magazine. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I, you know, no one's getting even paid there. So, right. So I completely yeah. understand that. Well, Jonathan, thank you for your time. Anybody you. watching and listening, make sure you go to blackbox blackboxcomics.net. Yes. Blackboxcomics.net. Uh, Pre-order at your local comic shop, Comixology. I'm not sure if it's going to be on Comixology or not. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Sorry. Well, I know I saw that some of the other books are on Comixology. Okay, so then at some if, point. Yeah, if if other black box comics are on there, then I would assume Dream Master would be too. Yep. Awesome. Well, that's gonna be it for this one, folks. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. I'm gonna tell you about how they've been living before they go living. My vision is vivid. I wander the places they marvel. The shit that I'm talking is low-key and novel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so lit, but a lonely spark. About to end game like Tony Stark.